All right, welcome back to Everyone Needs an Aquarius. We back in the building, man. We would now remote again. Um, I know. By that showed us love um uh from the last episode. Shout out to everybody that was uh uh debating about Holly Berry and Catwoman. <laughs> Look, I I we're not I didn't know that it was this big of a deal with Holly Berry being cat. Some people were there like Catwoman woman that bad. I'm like, y'all are then what why did the movie didn't make no money then if all these people claim the movie was good? I like I told you, I went to see it. We went to the theaters, went to the Esquire to see it. <laughs> but I, I told you how bad it was. It was so bad that you didn't want to um that you did want to walk out. It was that bad. I yeah. and maybe if I see it with adult eyes, I'll feel different, but I don't think I will. I'm not wasting yeah. my life in doing that. No, why would we waste our time with that? Yo, also, um, we were talking, me and a girlfriend were talking about uh, surviving Diddy and all this. There's different things that be happening. Oh, we got to get surviving Diddy topic. Keep going. Uh, well, it's not a full topic, but she do I need to get the? Do I need to put the timestamp so I could put it in my uh, my stuff? I mean. She just she just was saying that uh just give, don't give, yo, me, give me an excuse. I'll put it in. When she read it, she was like, Yeah, uh that's that shit y'all y'all was talking about a long time ago. And I'm like, see. <laughs> Diddy's yeah. kind of calmed on you, calm down on you. So we're going she told me somebody that uh was on the casting couch. I'll text with Diddy. No. Oh, I was like. You supposed to, I, I got to timestamp this so I can put in put it in our music. No, <laughs> if it was that way, hold on. Am I going to be upset? Uh, I don't think you'll be surprised. But would I be upset though? No. Like why so. be like ah damn? Honestly, no. I don't think you. I think you you're not going to feel anything. Oh, that is yeah. I don't. I'm not surprised at that. That isn't. Yeah, like, I, was, I, was like, I don't think you're gonna be surprised at all. I wouldn't even call it a casting couch. I can see them just kicking it, <laughs> like them too. Like, I yeah, you know what? Honestly, truly, yeah, for yeah, sure. Like, it's not like like Harvey Weinstein with somebody. You're like, uh, but I can see them yeah. too. Like, oh, we kicking it. We go out to eat every now and then, and then you know we do whatever. Yeah, and then even when we were talking about what the the topic on our show, she was like, oh yeah, that's um. Uh, that's like a known thing though, like no, no. So I was like, oh wow, I didn't, I didn't know. Well, you know, you, it's it's interesting. Damn. So that same person has a kid. Uh, hold on. You I texting it to me? Like, yeah. I love, I love this. Like. <laughs> People would be like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, wow. The uh obviously the 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 second person that you told me does with yeah. But the, this person has a kid by the person, the man that I said. Right? Yes. But which girls? Can you text me that name? I know it's yeah, not um, um the one that played Nettie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Obviously not Whitney. With the Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, okay, cool. 
But I um oh I'm adding something else here. Jonathan Majors, real quick. Um Okay. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I forget man, it hit me in the end. I don't know if he's brilliant or if he has the worst PR person in the business right now. Listen, you know my theory. You know my I think his whole team needs to be wiped out. Taraji did her team, right? I think <laughs> they they are, the lawyers, we already talked about the legal team, everybody. We already talked about the legal team. Or when I saw that, I said, what is his, what is his team telling him to do? I'm like, yo, you got to chill. You got to chill because you're too pressed. It, and, and it's coming across as thirsty and desperate. And you still got money. Yeah, you had to pay your legal team and all this stuff. And you got dropped. So I know shit is bleak right now. And I, I, I know. Go do your Tyler Perry movies and chill the fuck out. And <laughs> you know what well, I told you? I got a whole theory. Um, Y'all already know, I said it here first, that I believe that uh, Jonathan Majors and Megan Good was talking, that that was who he was texting when the girl, you know, confronted him about texting somebody and wanting to break up or whatever. I think that's who he was on. I think based on even him, even saying that bullshit to her, I want you to be Coretta Scott King and then him circling back to that bullshit about Megan Good. I think that he always has always kind of, well, I'm not going to say always kind of, I'm going to say he probably always is attracted and wanted to date black women, but black, some black women probably, uh, and maybe the ones that he was approaching was like, nigga, you corny. Like you a thespian. What the fuck does that mean? Not thinking <laughs> that like, you know what I mean? Like you go, you're yeah. in the theater, the theater program at fucking Yale. Yeah. Like, and like, you, when now, I told you, Yale is in the hood though. <laughs> Gunwave in New Haven, Connecticut. <laughs> they call it Gunwave in New Haven. Look. So even worse then, because there was some hood chicks up in uh in New Haven that we, that was not checking for him. So he is like, yo, my name Jonathan Majors now. I got a little bag. I'ma give me a black. <laughs> like, this is what I've been waiting my whole life. I've been waiting, I've been, I've been, I have arrived. And I, I, I really believe that. Now he got to stop saying this, Coretta Scott King. My that's, what I'm, that's, what I, that's that's exactly what I like. We over it. It's not. It's not. It's not a. It's not a term of endearment. It's not flattery. And also, it's like we also know what Coretta Scott King went through. Is that we're not gonna do this again? We're not gonna do this again. Nope. No, I didn't. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm not talking the shit. Okay. I'm just, okay. I'm, I'm, I am keeping it a buck. That's just what it is. It's not like, why well, gotta, we just go together. It don't gotta be all of that. I appreciate you. I love you. I care for you. I've been holding you down. Cause it, nothing else makes sense for her to be going to court with him like that. Cause it's, it's not like, and he was, he, he was going to a list, right? So it it doesn't even in this this does not this is not beneficial for her. Yeah, people mentioning your name, but I'm sure because of who you affiliated with, they not calling. No tea, no shade. All right, so I'm putting in a picture in there for you into our chat. I would like you to pull up. So maybe we're wrong here a little bit with with your assess your original assessment. Okay. 
That's his daughter. I forgot he had a kid. No, 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 no. That still does not mean. <laughs> like, can we? Okay, okay. I can't say that. I can't say that. Because you know what I want to say. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Niggas do it all the time. White men do it all the time. They all do it. They they want they want better than what they had. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. think about it. How old is that girl? And how old is he? Because he's not my age. He's younger than me. Uh, he's I th- maybe he's like what thirty four or something like that. I thought he was younger than that, but he just looked older in the face. I mean, looks like a civil rights le- thirty four. Oh wow. Okay, he's so he was born in ninety. 89. So 89. 89. Mm-hmm. I was like 89. I thought about it first. I was like, hmm, hmm. Listen, y'all know y'all know math ain't mine. Yeah, Virgo too. He's two days before Xander's birthday. <laughs> y'all know how I feel about them people. Let me, tell you, let me tell you something real quick. Let me tell you something real quick. So we all have family members that we don't fuck with. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah. So I I'm very firm on my boundaries. And when I tell my family that I'm coming in town, I have a writer of what I can and cannot have, who and who can I writer. Can I come around what needs to be in your house? What I can and cannot eat, because you know I got allergies. Mm-hmm. And this particular trip, I had to see two people that triggered me. And mainly now, now I want to call my mama out. Because the first one, the first time, I, well, no, 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 because I was surprising her. So I'm not going to put that on her. But what I really want to say, and the family has to speak up and say something. And, but nobody, everybody be like, oh, I want to hurt nobody's feelings. No, let's keep that shit real. This person makes you uncomfortable, blah, 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 blah. Ultimately, so the first time. But when we had that, that fried rice party, why the fuck did you call that person over there? Ooh. Yeah. And see, had I not gone, and you, 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 like, parents don't ask people to do things for them. Like, that. our parents' generation, it's just like, you have to do something. And I don't, and I, that's also normally part of my writer. Like, don't ask me to run no favors. I'm not an errand person. You figure it out. There are delivery services available to you. I'm on vacation. So, <laughs> I'm at the museum trying to see the hip-hop exhibit. And you like when am I when am I coming over with the rice? And I was like, um, I already had plans to go to the museum. <laughs> and you was like, so when I went, they was like, oh, she came in to pay for it. So why didn't you go pick it up? I know y'all gonna call me ungrateful in the comments. No, I it's about just asking. It's if if it's cool. So you and you making plans like what happened had I not been able to go? Because Nelly Nelly wasn't feeling good. She wasn't going. Oh, so you used to be isolated. Yeah, I was just like, girl. But then I had to see another cousin. So then when I saw the cousin, no, I, that was that's my uncle. Yeah, I don't, I don't be fucking with my uncles. I don't fuck with uncles on my daddy's side either. <laughs> anyway, uh, but so I see this cousin that's on my dad's side. And she says, like, well, I mean, I know you don't like me, but here's a hug. Bitch, why are you touching me? And why would you say that before you touch me? 
<laughs> so that's it. That was my St. Louis trip. I had a great time with you and I love you and I love you. Uh and and Doja. That's my first time meeting Doja in real life and sleeping. That's, you know, cra that's crazy life. though. Yeah. Nice that's guy. Crazy with that long. Um, yeah, it's crazy. But it, the social media makes the world seem even smaller. So now we look, we just became Facebook friends. Damn. <laughs> but I mean, but with the Jonathan Major thing, this Coretta Scott King thing, though. You gotta stop. And but he's now making, but he also the reason I said he's kind of a genius was he kind of boxed in making good and not be able to be able to break up with him for a while. Through it all, Major's new girlfriend, actress Megan Good, has remained by his side, even present for our interview. How would you describe your relationship? Well, she's an angel. She's held me down like, like a like a Coretta, you know? I'm so blessed to have her, you know? The relationship is still fresh, but, you know, I think I, I found her. Why would you say that? <laughs> it, it was, I don't know. It was kind of brilliant because he looked over at her too and then they had the camera show her. Oh, you haven't seen the interview? She looking like this. Yeah, because he, he looking like, and she just held me down and she ain't going nowhere, just like Coretta. <laughs> he know what he mean by that though. Like the niggas that know, we know. And we know what he mean by that. That's not okay. Yeah, but it's okay though. We're not gonna get we're not gonna litigate this again because okay. it's okay. For that okay. man, Martin Luther the King, it was okay. I'm perfectly fine with him. With much as he did for us as black people, I have no problem with him having a white woman on the side. Never no problem for me. I've never I got problems so with that. I got problems with you see, and I wholeheartedly understand how okay, I've been getting dogs bit at me, uh water hoses, stomped on, uh spit at. What's wrong with me having a little white woman back in my crib at the Lorraine Hotel? Allegedly, it was white woman there before he got shot. That's allegedly, supposedly. See, don't be no, don't allegedly. come on here with that bullshit, girl. No, 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 I'm no, no, not no, no. doing it's, this. No, no, no. Cut so it out. You, hold on, hold on. Nope. Hold on, hold on. So you gonna stop? No. What about what's best for me? <laughs> and there are some things that I just don't want to know. And that's one of them, huh? No. All right. All right. Look, hey, I'm not trying to steal nobody's joy. You know, I'm not trying to steal like, nobody's I'm joy. Huge, I used to check out this Martin Luther King book at Washington Montessori all the fucking time. You're not doing this. Our friend Martin Mann. That cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just... I, I think sometimes it's okay to be ignorant to some things. Just like I am okay with that. And and now don't don't taint my view of this man even more. And I I'm understand. Not it. Why am I, wait, that's not tainted. How is that tainted? I don't want to know that. But why would it be tainted? I, 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 my my interpretation of that day he was kicking at the Rain Hotel. 
uh, motel, kicking it with his homeboys, kicking back a 40. Okay, like nigga shit, and then you was getting ready to go do what you was doing. And well, then- I mean, but let's. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with everybody. I'm halfway joking. It's halfway rumor with that. But he was out there smoking a cigarette, though. You know that, right? Like he stepped out to smoke a cigarette and talk. I thought we all knew that he smoked, though. I know, no, no. But he was literally yeah. out there smoking a cigarette, like just oh. you know, just just and just chopping it up and talking. Okay, like on some regular stuff. Like I would like, man, what would what, what we. Uh, I was gonna say something. <laughs> what time they gonna be back tomorrow? <laughs> I was gonna say what time they gonna be back tomorrow? <laughs> hey Jesse, what time are they supposed to be back tomorrow? Bye, bye. Oh. <laughs> this this hey man, that nigga birthday next week, dog. I know this one. This is this is right at point. Chill, you chill, bro. <laughs> hey, look, no, seriously though, but. Jonathan Majors, I made my cut out the other part earlier. Y'all might not even hear it because I just realized that his birthday is next week. I can't be that flagrant. Yeah, <laughs> cut it. Yeah, I'm gonna cut it. I'm about to cut it. You ain't gonna cut it. It's fine. It's fine. Y'all not gonna um, cancel me. If that Daryl said that, not me. Nobody. Uh, no, but but Jonathan Majors got to cu- stop this thing with Coretta Scott King, man. Because, Dude, it's because it's, but because he's dumbing her down to just being a woman and just was behind Martin. We forget that she was an opera singer herself. She was doing, you know, she was holding down her own, her own stuff as well that she was doing. And we just, he's reducing her to being a chick, just being a woman and just behind her man all the time. Yeah. And he's also reducing Megan good to that as well. Yeah. In, in, in happenstance. Oh, That's what I said. When people don't stand, understand the plight. <clears throat> oh man. So this 21 Savage uh movie, <laughs> featuring Donald Glover. <laughs> is this is this a re- I mean it's called American Dream? Is this gonna- wait, no let me let me let me cut you off there, friend. Okay, okay. I don't want to hear shit if that motherfucker don't have a British accent. In that first part of that movie, I want childhood. I want what's well, the kid? The, the kid from what you call is playing him. Um, the kid from yeah, Stranger Things playing him as a kid. Yeah, I, well, I'm gonna need a British accent. But he's a good actor. He, he's a good actor too. He might. He might. Look. Listen, because we was all shocked when that nigga got caught up with ice, and we was like, ice. Yeah. He, when I first got here, they didn't give me a name. Just number 21. That's it. That's your name. Savage 21. 21 Savage. 21 Savage. Yeah. I like that. And then you find out that he British. So I'm I'ma need it all. Like if you're gonna give it to me, give it to me. Give it to me. But is this a real was- thing? Like I, 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 it's a part of me feels like. This is something they came up with to troll us, like Atlanta or something like, like when you were watching Atlanta, the episode where where uh, Paperboy was on the talk show, and it was re- and the commercials were the commercials they made, and you like, yes, huh. I, I I watched it live, and I really did like oh, it took I, I me a second. Confused. Yeah, because at first it was like because the first one was a car commercial. Yep, and I was like, huh, they really um getting real diverse. We thought and it was the, just- the one I got it when they went to the, the Swisher Sweets commercial. That's yeah. when I was like, okay, 
Because <laughs> Switch is sweet because you can't you can't advertise um tobacco on like advertising on TV. So I knew then. Oh tobacco companies can't advertise on like they that's why you hardly see the posters as much. You, they can't like straight advertise like yeah, billboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, because like when I because like I do remember the Marlboro man and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So dang, why, that, it's never even because I'm not a smoker, so it, it does. Yeah, but that's when it hit me like this is not real because you can't do you can't do commercials. I don't think I even really paid attention to that. It was what happened at the gas station commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, it kind of just went over me. But no, they got the you know that's that okay. What 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 news show was 21 Savage on? And he's like, like, like his teeth look weird, his hair is wild, but then they have they have childish Gambino reenacting that and what enough like it doesn't make sense. And then like, we're getting trolled, man. Like, I'm not gonna believe it until I see it really come out. And it's gonna come out in theaters. That's the other thing that doesn't make sense. This is totally an FX type of movie. I'm look, I'm going to see it. I'll tell you that. Cause I'm going I know this is gonna I know it's gonna be like something where it's like it's a it's it's, it's, a, it's annoying. Like a, like, a, <laughs> like a satire flip of something. Like and it because this makes no sense. Man, none. None. I was not. That was not on my radar, my calendar, my forefront. You know, you know what's right here. The you cross. Know what's right here? The cross. That's on Twenty One Savage. Have you ever been swallowed? <laughs> Have you been swallowed? <laughs> Keep saying it. <laughs> Yo, so. Only thing because only thing I'm wondering if it was a troll job, a long term troll, is because he got that Mr. And Mrs. Smith coming out too. They redo did it. Yeah, they just I, dropped the poster for that. And I, I don't think we wanted that either. <clears throat> I went to see Mr. Like the Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie one, mm -hmm. probably at the Esquire. Um, <laughs> but I. And I think I think I think Childish Gambino, I think Donald Glover is very, very talented. I think he's so talented. Uh um, oh, TV series. Um, that's not even a film. Oh, but, um, so it's, it's see, Mr. and Mr. Smith is a TV series. That's what I thought. I was like, I thought that was a show. Uh, but that trailer that you sent me today was for sure. It said this summer in the theaters. Yeah, it's so an Independence Day. Listen, if this real uh, I'm gonna need to be on a red carpet doing interviews or something like who do I need to call to make this happen because this is wild. I I'm mean, confusion. I'm super confused with this, but I'm super, I'm somewhat intrigued though. Like, what would That's make him? <laughs> yeah, like I feel like I'm gonna be pissed, but I want to know. Like, it's like I'm like, what what is so intriguing about? 21 Savage's life that he would want to portray him because he's from Britain and how you get here, what happened. We haven't got an Idris Elba story. No, it's different. Niggas did not know this nigga was a 
Boston, part of the fucking Boston Tea Party type shit. Like you, you came in infiltrate, and you end up in Atlanta. Like a lot of people that come from Britain, like they don't end up there first. Atlanta, like how you get there, like that is the intriguing thing. Like you know, it, it's still shocking to me that this nigga is from. He look. Y'all be talking about plants, and y'all need to stop. Y'all need to stop commenting on the people's pictures that shit and harassing people and it's not okay i, I told you yesterday i uh came across kevin Harpo's and it's all this industry plant dude y'all corny y'all gotta get a life but back to 21 savage mm -hmm. dude like what if he grew up like in brixton and then from there, something happened, and then you know he had to flee the country. I think he did grow up in Brixton, not Brixton, oh, like more like that. Some, like, oh, no, he was, I, I was like just throwing shit older. out there. Well, it's from he could be from Leeds, and then you know, next thing you know, something happens and shit pops off, and then he has to flee the country, and he ends up in Atlanta of all places because he's like nigga Mecca. You know what I'm saying? The one thing I will say is this music video or song for the movie definitely gives you the old school vibe of how music videos used to be for a movie. Okay. Where like they're splitting in, slicing in parts of the movie here. It looks like, and parts of stuff with 21 Savage in it talking to, that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> I want, is this, it's, maybe it's, this is an album roll, rollout for the 21 Savage. And okay. It's not a movie. Also, yes, because don't forget. People thought him and Drake was gonna be on the cover of Vogue, and then and that wasn't real. And they had that planet everywhere. And you know, uh, Condé Nast had to send him a cease and desist. Mm -hmm. So maybe it is something in collaboration with like an album, and maybe him or 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 they could be working all on a project together. I'm thinking. I think this is an album rollout thing. Okay. And, and maybe gonna, Donald Glover is producing the album, or helping him, or just just he just asked him just to play him for the move, you know, for it's not even the move for this these parts for my 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 music videos. That's yeah. Make sure you clip this one up, cause uh, <laughs> yeah. we now you got me thinking. It's it's a that Twenty One Savage film is a musical rollout. It's a rollout. It doesn't that's not make a sense. But also, like yes. you said, it will. It. I mean, if it's real, y'all better give us some something that happened overseas, because I don't want to hear nothing else. I want to hear the backstory first, and then how this motherfucker ended up in Atlanta. I mean, in this music video, they show him in Britain. They show like the kid in Britain and stuff. Yeah, that's what I want. So I, I, I want to know what happened, how you ended up here, and then how you in trouble with ICE, where you almost got deported. Like this is, I, I'm, it doesn't I'm just, make I'm, sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like this doesn't does make it. any sense. At all. Like it, it looked like they trolling us. That's the craziest yeah. part of it all. Cause like Donald Glover, I don't follow him. Hold on. He hardly ever posts. I believe he one of the people that never posts for real. I mean, it's on his page. He did post it. Yeah, but he po but I'm saying, but what was his first? What was his? Previous post before that, how long ago was it? November 28, 2023. Yeah, so he posts once a month, maybe. Yeah, every other month. Cause I'm like, 
and then you got the dude from that play Will from Fresh Prince. Is that supposed to be Metro Boomin? Oh, dang. I ain't even think about that. Because he in there saying, like, your name should be, you, you 21. It yeah. should be Savage 21. And he said, nah, 21 Savage. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> like, something is, we're here to uncover this. I've got, I got, we got to, this, this has got to happen. This has got to, yeah. Uh, this is a, this is a troll job or so, album wait, 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 wait. Okay. It say American Dream, the album Friday, like you said. That come out Friday. It's a rollout. This is a rollout. Yeah. This is an album rollout. It got, the, it, it got uh, Gail Bean in, in this other clip that's on his page. Because this is diff a different preview than the one you sent me. And, and they say in theaters, independent, and they say the music roll out Friday. I'm interested what we'll see on Friday. Friday, I wonder if we'll see and then be like, oh no, that Independence Day is something else coming out, dude. And you and you know what? If this is not a troll job, this actually may be brilliant because everybody is trying to figure out what's going on with this. Yeah, and it's like his third. They, they so got credible actors in here. This is not. This is not no bootleg production. They got, like you said, Gail Bean. They got Kayla McLaughlin, Donald Glover. Yeah, uh, this, from, is, uh, yeah, this is crazy. Let me look on IMDb. That's what I was looking. That's what I was just. I was just. <laughs> I was just finna pull, I was looking that up now. Because this, I mean, just something doesn't seem real. It's safe, full cast and crew. 2024, 13 hours ago, the cast got 10 people. Natasha Leone, Victoria oh, Pedretti, Chad Lindbergh, Caleb McLaughlin, Young Mazzino, uh, uh, Jabari Banks, 21 Savage, Andrewski in it. And twenty one, and and it's uh, Donald Glover's little brother is directing it. Stephen wow. Glover. Yeah, wow. Hey, I'm not gonna front. I don't really like none of the young cats with his rappers, but it's something that that's very, very likable about Twenty One Savage. I like him, and I like hearing his voice on songs. Oh yeah, like I, to, I listen. I he's a very likable like rapper, likable like, person. There's something yeah. there. Um. And I think I think it's a, I think it's a humble, not necessarily humbleness, but maybe humbleness and humbleness. You seem like relatable. There we go, you relatable and just like door. just regular like, chill. You know some shit, but he always speaks to you. He always look out. Hey, the motherfuckers yeah. in our backyard. I, I, you know, like he seemed like that. But even when I told you we went when I went to uh, see Drake in Twenty One this summer, Twenty One Savage lit that motherfucker up, and mm. he only performed for about twenty minutes. Oh, oh really? Mm -hmm. So I don't know why they was trying to say it was like a tour where it was both of them. He was literally a special guest, and he did like maybe about twelve minutes, and then they performed some of their songs. I'm Doja. This sleep. Yeah, we part of Just Posted Podcast, man. The best show on this network. Come on, check, girl.
Seriously, man. Just posted. It's just me and those just sitting back talking about what the fuck going on in the yeah, world. Man, sure, man. We said labor of love. He said labor of love. I ain't say that shit. Shout out to, uh, you know what I'm saying, everybody coming to watch, though, man. We really appreciate y'all. Holla at y'all later. Hey, man, this nigga just tall for no reason. I'm gone. Peace. He do regular jobs. Don't forget that. And that was it. Mm, that's I don't know. I don't know. Because I was like, I was sitting there. I was like, so is 21 Savage not going to come out? And it was like later, <laughs> later part of the, sh the show. Because like they, apparently they started late. Um, And I guess went over. I don't know. But yeah, he barely was out there. Because I hit my homeboy up. Uh, and I was like, oh, shit. Like I... I saw that she was there, whatever. I was like, nigga, did 21 Savage only perform like 20 minutes? And he was like, shit, nigga, if that. Oh, dang. But okay, well, man, this uh, some other things I'm confused about is okay. this documentary on Netflix, Bitcoin or Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Uh, for those that have not seen it, it is a story of three. Well, I guess we two no. It's basically it was it's a story of this guy named Ryan Ray Trapani, Sora Sarma, and what they call him Sora or something like that, and their semi-second partner, Robert Farkas. These cats basically created a whole company. Cause they were already kind of like con artists, kind of do selling drug stuff back where they're from. And they, they're just kind of rich upper middle class kids, you know, that working upper middle class kids. They go to Miami. They just trying to they just trying to make a quick uh lick. Look. Originally, they was just trying to hit a quick lick and yep. just get some money. They created a whole website, a whole company based off of another company site <laughs> that was doing something similar in Singapore, basically where you can convert your Bitcoin into direct dollars and use a credit card or use a swipe to be able to use it in real time it was their concept but it doesn't exist so they made up a company everyone in it and people start investing so they actually start trying to run a real company got office space they got everything they hired people people thought they were actually working on a real app yeah. <laughs> all these different things and they were it was all a fraud yeah it was a lot. They were do Ray Trapani, man. He's a piece of shit for real. He is shitty. And also, don't forget that even before that, they had like a luxury rental car company and then left like right. the Latino dude company. hanging. You know, and um left him hanging where <laughs> I mean, I think that's still a thing, but they just no longer are, you know, have any dealers in it because they just left him high and dry. So when they started mm -hmm. the other company, it was like, Yeah, no, nah, he can't come with us. And then he he is again doing business with a guy from high school that he don't even fuck with like that. They hated each other in high school. They was like enemies. And which ultimately makes sense how when you see how things play out. And, and you could just see I and think it was so easy. They said he was so good of it. They said he was so good of a, <laughs> a witness and a, t uh, a snitch, basically. <laughs> yeah, that they had never had anybody really cooperate like that. And it was unheard of where you would see people do that. And ultimately, too, what was the interesting thing is, is that, you know, thinking back, I remember, you know, when how everybody I, I'm always skeptical of, 
new things. Now there's always this conversation that, you know, they want everything to be digital. There's some places that don't even take cash, uh, even out here, like Tender Greens mm -hmm. is a restaurant. They don't take, uh, they don't take money at all. It's like some stores that don't take money. Yeah, and then it sped it up with the like people feeling like it was like stuff. Yeah, and, and also like how hard it was for you to even get coins during the pandemic. Like I don't have a uh, laundry in house. It would be hell, you know, trying to wash my clothes during the pandemic. You know, because like even going to the banks, like the banks wasn't giving out coins like that. Oh damn! It was, and I'm like, yo, not a problem if all the 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 places like took cards or had a card where that you can go online and even load it. No, no big deal. Like, yeah, but uh, I'm gonna need for y'all to move quicker so we can be solution based. Because I hate the fact that even on my property, I'm like, I that I have to go and get coins. So when I when I do go to the laundry man, you know, I'll be like, okay, let me take an extra twenty. So I can get, you know, put this in this bag. But ultimately, I think what was weird was that, because I remember seeing those um, ATMs. Like, there was one in the mall. I don't know if it was for that company, but, like, a legit company that had an ATM where you can convert, you know, get your <clears throat> Bitcoin. Bitcoin money out. And I'm just always skeptical when it comes to stuff like that. You know, in the it was so funny that the dude Ray Trapani was so much of an asshole. He was too fucking smug. It was just like the entitlement. It's the I'm when he stole that dude's real Bitcoin money too. When he was like the dude was trusting him and like kind of maybe gave him his password accident. And he said, "I just he said I sat there, looked at all this stuff, and just took his money." I'm like, "You that's like that was the dude's legit Bitcoin. It wasn't even nothing yeah, illegal it with that Bitcoin." He had got. You know, it's some people. It's we, you want to think that a place like hell exists, but I'm not sure if a place like that really even exists. Um, but if, but man, you be hoping they get fucked up here. Oh man, most because definitely. it doesn't make sense. And but here's the crazy thing. Ultimately, like he threw the other business partner, the 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 guy from high school, under the bus, and even like how he made him. Oh, we sent him. To Singapore to meet with the people that wanted to invest in our company because I'm not going out the country and getting caught up in scamming. Like he was, he already knew, and he just really don't give a fuck about nobody but himself. Isn't that mm -hmm. what is that narcissism? Yep. Yeah, I'm like you know because people sometimes use narcissism too, just like in the wrong talking. way, in the wrong time. Yeah, because a lot of dirty don't mean a narcissist. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, I don't think that that's what that is. But people use trauma bond incorrectly too. They think mm -hmm. it's, and I, I want to set the record straight. It's a uh, a person with a trauma bond. Somebody is an abuser. It's not two people connecting over trauma and sharing experiences. That's not what a trauma bond is. But anyway, I digress. Ultimately, you see that there's a level of privilege that's there, and I think that's the most infuriating part because for him, just to be like, well, I wasn't going to do this and I wasn't doing that. I mean, we tried to go legit, but then we just going to keep going on. We're going to kill the, the CEO that we made up. Yes. Oh, that's an important part. So the CEO, they they figured that because they were only 24, I think, or 25. They put an older white gentleman on their um, website, website and made him the CEO president. He was just a random dude. They, they just Googled old white man. Yeah. And he was a professor. And he's like a professor at like in, in Canada. In Canada. 
and then stole somebody else's credentials off of LinkedIn and just put them in. No, they just made up those credentials. Yeah, no, I thought they, I thought that they had stole somebody else's work history. Oh, okay, that's okay. what it was. So then they created this thing like the LinkedIn profile and all of that. Yeah, he has his own LinkedIn profile. He's and people are really legitly like, yeah, yeah, I know what was his name, George. I know George, and people are like, yeah, he's always been in the industry all these years. He's awesome. And I'm like, wow, people really lie to themselves and want to be on the hype train. And then ultimately how they get found out is it's a guy from like the New York Times <laughs> that's yep. like, invested, like I, I want to look into this Bitcoin thing. And then he came across them and then was investigating and then kind of sounding the alarm about it because like a lot of the stuff, like you said, it was not adding up. And the crazy thing is, <laughs> is that, you know, I, they, they got a lot of celebrities, like well, mostly black celebrities, to um, endorse their stuff too. Though and the ones that Floyd Mayweather, DJ Khaled, who was what yeah. Rick Ross, it was like a whole bunch of people like they're just trying to get a cash grab. That's yeah, all your cash grabbing uh, entertainers. They was they was in down with these cat cats. Yeah, and um, and I think they all had to pay that money back or pay a fine or something for that. Oh, they did. Yeah, that's what they said, uh, because that was the whole thing. Because even at one point, I'm trying to think, I don't know if it, was, uh, it clearly wasn't that company, but it was another company. Like, them Kardashians got caught up in that. Like, Scott Disick got caught up, and I remember them saying something about yeah, Kyle, one of those uh, Bitcoin companies. Uh, Kim yeah, and, and they, like, are talking. Like, they, they, they are, like, trying to be so legit. They have a Slack board where all the people that have invested in like different members or where they can communicate with people, get stuff to together. And I was, I was. Dang, Floyd Mayweather was in this one too. The other yeah. one that Kim got jammed up in. Floyd Mayweather was got caught in that one too. Yeah. I'm like, you know, he not, you know, that book smart and not really reading and, and not understanding it. Like I'd be interested to know because, and I'm and I'm gonna assume because he moves with so much cash. How much like, money oh, that he? It's he cool. Uh, yeah. Because he can, he come in sacks with like a duffel bag, a Louis duffel bag, a backpack full of money. It's just dropping. Yeah. So yeah, he had so he had multiple companies he was messing with that with the crypto stuff. Like you um, said, with cash grabbing people, the power that's the power of uh you know influence, celebrity influence. And so yeah, he was caught up in that. I thought 50 Cent was caught up in something too. Oh, so I'm looking here. It says Mayweather and Khaled agreed to pay. This is for the case we're talking about, the company ICO. Um they had an agreement to pay. Three hundred thousand in disgorgement and another and a three thousand three hundred thousand dollar penalty, and fourteen thousand seven hundred seventy five in prejudgment interest. Calla had to pay fifty thousand disgorgement and a hundred thousand dollar penalty and two hundred thousand two thousand seven hundred twenty five dollars in prejudgment interest. Damn. Yeah. Damn, this won't even worth it because they all had to end up taking an L. Especially yeah, Mayweather, they had to come out an extra three hundred grand because I only think they gave him like three hundred grand, didn't they? Oh, they didn't say what the amount was. Right, no, they said that he's oh, because they said he, he settled for an amount and shares of the coin. Cause remember that dude even like, yeah, Floyd Mayweather wasn't that smart, so we just offered him some cash and some, mm -hmm. some some equity and the thing. We were cool. But what's funny is, I don't know if you tripped off of when they went to Korea, 
and the Koreans knew that they were scamming and it was like, we'll invest, but we want to be in on the scam. Yeah. I was like, I started thinking, I was like, I wonder how many companies outside country companies invest into scams knowing that they're the scam in the US or even US companies doing it in other countries, yeah. knowing it's a scam and knowing that if it go down, they ain't going to be no culpability because they're not in the country. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And, and, and maybe, but see, I don't, I don't know if they fully said that the people knew it was a scam. They said that, that it didn't work. They was going to edit the video to make it look like it worked, but they remember, still... the, remember the company didn't even exist for real. They couldn't Google it. Remember? That's why I thought it was, they knew it was a scam. No, they Googled it. It came up, but it was like, it wasn't like that much information on them or something. But they but they had said they edited the video and they said they were still going to invest in it, but they still had deliverables, deliverables that they had to provide to them. It was it was a mess. It was a mess, y'all. Ultimately, the Indian boy that was a part of it ends up uh, because the white boy snitches. And, and, and just like. Like literally, like when we say sing. He was singing. He wrote the notes. He played the he played the piano. Everything. And <laughs> they because he snitched, he didn't get no time. They said time serve. Serve. But then the the, the Indian boy he guy who had to do like didn't he have to do a gang years. of um he did no he did uh no 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 he did a he went to rehab he said well fourteen times or something. Yeah, but like, but like, honestly, like the other dudes that was talking about, like the commentary, he gonna scam again, and he gonna get caught up in something. And he buying a house and everything now. Said he ain't got no money. Mm hmm. And got married, had a baby. He had the the the, the girl had the baby the day he got sentenced, or like their of sentence. I mean. It, it was it was amazingly shown. No no black person could have got away with this. No none. Okay, and you see, Not like one. I said, you see, they threw the other boy in jail for eight years. The the darker brother <laughs> sure did. Big con. Y'all definitely have to check that out. Y'all got to. Just know y'all gonna be. Oh no wonder it's good. No wonder it was so good. I think it's my guy that did. Um, okay, no, I was wondering because the guy that did that, Rob Cohen did it. Um, he did Bitcoin, but or produced it, I think. Um, and he does. He's done a lot of movies um, in his in his past and everything. So, but yeah, check definitely check out Bitcoin. Um, definitely worth uh, you all uh, checking it out. All right. You got to explain to me this tunnels thing. Okay. This, so I'm going to let you take it to the floor. Because nobody's talking about it for real. Okay. Across my Twitter feed comes a video of... This ain't going to be like the fake... This ain't fake like, the, the, like same, the, the alien thing in Miami. No. It is literally... You see uh, the, the cops are raiding a, a synagogue. And you see people fleeing, they tussling with the cops, all of that. I'm like, chaos, not my business. I'm going <laughs> to watch. Okay? You know, I'm watching. If anything I should do with me, I'm, I'm going to check it out briefly. So ultimately, what they found out was that this...
like these hidden tunnels and they're they're trying to figure out like where they lead uh and how they found the tunnels was that they got tipped off from a guy that felt like he was hearing people in his house though they were not in his house yes so that's how they found the tunnels so it was a, so they're going up under his house basically going I'm guessing like, up going. under his house like they were like over I think they said they were over fifth the fit the they were 50 feet and then um or was so it 50 this is in New York, this is in New yes, York. and this is in Brooklyn by the way Crown Heights and mm -hmm. so um so they led to all these places like it led to like this so women's quarter somewhere and I don't know if seven, like the numbers, like, I don't know if that meant that that was like a building or it was another part of the building, but they're saying that they built these tunnels because when COVID happened and, you know, you had to social distance and you couldn't be in these places, they shut it down uh, to stop the spread. They said that they were sneaking to uh, commune together. That's what they're saying. In this clip, you also see one of the, the churchgoers, synagogue goers, uh, climbing out. And it's like, it like leads to like the street. And he hop up, somebody try to grab him. He like juke him and then he run. Yeah. They arrested like a lot of people. And so now they're investigating now. But I'm trying to understand like why in these panels, it was like a soil mattress though. Really? Mm-hmm. You, you'll see it when you drop the clip in. But this is an ongoing investigation. I'm not saying anything because y'all not about to attack us. We are just reporting the news. Or this lack is a weird thing. Like, like what, what is really, going on? It's really weird because yesterday, I, I saw this on my timeline. I didn't see anything reported about it. Really, you don't see it on the, the front of like any news. And then when well, I looked at it again and then Googled it, like uh reports had just come up only a few hours ago about it. It was uh yeah. So so yeah, so nine arrested is this nine arrested after secret tunnel found at Shabbat headquarters in Brooklyn. I thought it was 10. So they don't even know. So they don't even know where these tunnels are necessarily going. Even they 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 trying to figure that out now, because they was trying to seal them up or something, right? Yeah, they were trying to seal them, and then they was trying to prevent them from sealing them up. Like, doesn't that 
mess up. I'm just thinking of the episode of King of the Hill. Like, please don't laugh at me. Please don't laugh. But I'm thinking <laughs> of the episode of King of the Hill where Dale had dug this tunnel under Hank's house and Hank fell through the kitchen floor because he had took out the joists. So I'm thinking about foundation and support immediately, you know, on top of the soiled mattress. And um, two violations were issued, failing to obtain a certificate of operation uh, for the place of assembly and failing to provide access to inspect the sprinkler main shut off valve at the time of the inspection. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's an ongoing thing. Uh, <coughs> and they said the nine men which were between the ages of 19 and 21 were charged with criminal mischief and reckless endangerment. Uh, one was also, so was 10 and one was also charged with, uh, obstruction of governmental administ uh, administration. And so it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And even how they're like reporting it, like it, it is like completely different from but these tunnels look like they've been there for a minute. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if they're saying, like I this, said, there's a, there's like a, the, the tunnel, tunnel. It says, look, tunnel, one of the tunnels was reportedly stretched from the Mikva building to the women's portion of 770, which is, I guess, the address. So it's maybe a, a block of stuff. But I'm just trying to understand how they said others, according to the Crown House info, the tunnels were made in the past six months in effort to expand 770. Other reports suggest that the tunnels were dug by the yeshiva men during COVID, during the uh, when they after they were locked out of 770. Mm. Dang. This is man. Yo, and people, 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 like, like y'all really. Yeah, it is. It is strange. Yeah. Oh, the 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 headquarters, the Shabbat Lubavitch headquarters released a statement. They said the Shabbat Lubavitch community is pained by the vandalism of a group of young agitators who damaged the synagogue below the Shabbat headquarters at 770 Eastern Parkway Monday night. These insidious uh, these, I'm sorry, not insidious, sorry. Actions will be investigated and the san uh, the sanctity of the synagogue will be restored thanks to the NYPD boo blue for their professionalism and sensitivities. But okay, who y'all pay y'all? Because how y'all thanking them when they was coming through and was trying to feel seal the you so know the seal up? And so I'm like, check, who cut the check? checks have been cut to that NYPD um, relief fund in the nine eleven fund that they probably yeah had. They, they get those checks got cut. Cause I'm like, somebody said, what exactly are these tunnels uh, for? Is it for transplanting uh, black market good human trafficking? 2024 is starting off wild. And now, and I normally don't read stuff that people with the flag and they comment, like they profile name mm -hmm. and all that shit. I don't read that shit. The I Only Listen to 90s Music Podcast is a show for 80s babies who were 90s kids. If you were a No Limit Soldier, 
then this is your show. If you believe that cash money is not an army, but was a Navy, this is the show for you. If you and your friends ever tried to sing a song written by Escape, In Vogue, Shy, or Voiced Men at a talent show during middle school, this is your show. The I Only Listen to 90s Music podcast is a bunch of 80s babies talking about all the songs and things that we loved when we were kids and teenagers. So if you went to the skating rink and you were at a lock-in, this is the, the show for you. If you think that Tevin Campbell um, was the original prince of R&B, this is the show for you. If you don't understand the the conflict between Monica and Brandy, but you're kind of on Monica's side and understand why Brandy got punched. This is the show for you. Make sure that you tune in, subscribe, click the little subscribe link. We're here. We're going to talk about all things 90s music. This is the show for you. Because y'all racism is saying weird shit. I mean, mentioning racism. Yeah. Uh, and then, but then, they, but I mean, everybody is like, okay, what the fuck are y'all doing? And I, like I said, I, I think it's just getting to the point where people are getting fucking tired of the bullshit. Well, also, um, I heard somebody say a dope quote the other day that is not that they don't believe in karma. They believe in probability. And what they meant by it was. Is you was that listening to Durand. To who? Uh, I was like, was you listening to Durand Bernard? Because uh, he, he got a song where he was saying like he don't believe in karma. It was something else that he. No, no, no. Say that shit. Here, here's that soil mattress. Yeah, this is randomly down there. Maybe that's the thing that to help people get know the. Uh... I don't know, but watching that, you know what? Watching that fundamentalist documentary. If y'all ever get a chance and, and it's a lot to take in but that's this fundam fundamentalist documentary um on netflix and i i'm i gotta i i can't think of the name but it's they i think they go by like lfd or ldfs or something or fails mm -hmm. or something and in that church they had a room where it was like a, a mattress where they was doing inappropriate stuff in that church yeah because the thing with the karma thing is, is the what I mean, what, I, what he meant by probability to, to, to speak on that. It was that if you keep doing fuck shit, you have a more probability to get jammed up from doing it. Yeah, I mean, so, pretty much that's like the dude Ray yeah. from Bitcoin. It'll yeah. get him. Yeah. It's like he did like, you really learn your lesson. Okay, shit, I really got off because I really could have did some hard time. Or you just go bask in your privilege and see what else you can do. Yep. This probability that he's going to get jammed up again is high. Yeah. Yeah. Mentioning racism. Um, Dr. Claudine Gay, uh, president of Harvard, was ousted. Or no, she was she was pushed out. And she she was resigned out. as the president of Harvard uh, because of her comments and because of the it, and this is super bogus. And I'm going to relay it into something else in a second. But plagiarism. Now, when yeah. people see plagiarism, it's not plagiarism like you think when somebody just copied your paper copied and somebody. turned it in. It was that she didn't cite correctly in certain places throughout, but they went back and got it. They took like a chat GTP thing and like they went and found all the stuff that she didn't source correctly. And the dude is Christopher Rufo. You can suck a dick, dog, because you and all these other conservative people try to put y'all don't like 
anyone diverse in positions of power because you all say it's critical race theory or you say you don't want to see DEI. This whole white people are just not just white people, but conservatives, particularly, they love saying DEI, wokeness. They are the greatest co opter of other people's languages and then try to flip it as a negative. Yep. That's why we can never let them have the word nigga. They can never get it, even if we wanted that because they'll co-opt it and change it into something else. Instead of like Pac said, never ignorant getting goals accomplished, they'll change it to something else. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The, um, but the Claudine Gate thing is even sadder because I was thinking about it. I was like, dang, it was like some simple shit she did like back in the day when she was getting her PhD and stuff and like writing papers. And it made me think of you watch the wire, right? No, you didn't. Nick. I'm listening. Let me say this. Okay. I at some I am going to visit it because <laughs> this line I'm gonna tell one is the top five line of what I'm gonna tell you right here. To, to okay, and sidebar, I want you to know that this is how much my dude loves me. Because he had made me, he gave me the DVDs, his DVDs to borrow years ago. And I never, I couldn't get past the first episode, but he did say, he said the first episode was really slow. He yes. was like, you low key, he said, you low key can skip it and go to the second episode. But he was like, you, he's no, like, it's some gems in that first episode. Like when Listen, he, when, uh, when, now, dude, he, killed, will, when he gave that, that first scene in there, when he was, he was talking to me, he's like, man. He was like, man, that's messed up, man. Because they was talking about that kid being killed. And he was like, yeah, he robbed a dice game every time. And he was like, really? Y'all let him get away when he's like, yeah, it's America. And they were like saying it's bogus that somebody ended up killing him, even though he robs the dice game every time. They's like, but that's what he do. This is America. Like, this is what he does. This is a part of the thing what we do. I'll watch, it. I'll watch it. It's a line. Avon Barksdale, Wood Harris's role. He's going to see his older brother that is in a convalescence home. Um, Kinda of hard to be in here right now. He scared you, don't he? I mean, you know, I'm just saying. He scares me. Yeah. See, if he did, you know, I could carry it better. Coming up to what we did, you know, you kind of expect that. You're waiting on it. See, the thing is. You only got to fuck up once. Be a little slow, be a little late, just once. And how you ain't gonna never be slow, never be late? You can't plan for no shit like this, man. It's life. <sighs> don't get caught because he's like, because be there too early or too late, or too anything, and he's like, he's like, how any, he says, how any nigga not gonna not be never late, or not be there too early, this game is messed up, and this is the situation I figure when they want to get you, is what my point, and the point, what Avon was saying, when they want to get you, they gonna get you, yeah, and this, what this is, like, it was so much petty stuff, they was waiting for a moment, the lighting conservatives don't even care about what's going on, the Jews and Palestinians like that anyway, but, and they low-key, have their issues with Jewish Jew, Jewish people as well, and they yeah. use that as an opportunity because, like, she was too early or she was too late. We got you now. Let's keep on hammering in on that because we want to get your ass. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying about that is how it's relates to what Avon was saying. I'm gonna put the clip in because I know I butchered it. I'm gonna put the clip in uh, of what Avon is saying. Uh, well, you know the the man that was spearheading that campaign, Christopher Christopher Ruffalo. Yes, they caught his wife up in some plagiarism shit where yeah. it was like real legit, like over two hundred times. Yeah, and Claudine's was Claudine's was six times, sixteen times. But it was not for when they say plagiarism is not plagiarism. It's not citing your things correctly. That's yeah. what they mean in the academic world when you're talking about because people think plagiarism, like we said earlier. Oh, I just took your paper and just took all ten of them pages, right? Right. As my and represented as mine. And all they probably did was went and like like because like I know now that they have to. I know at Webster they do this. They they make you upload your paper to something, mm-hmm. and then they can scan it and see. Yeah, and then because I know whatever it was, I know my little sister got caught up, and they was trying to say she plagiarized something, but it was like her other paper had came up because like I guess there was some stuff. course that she had to like retake. She was like, "Shit, I'm going to use my other paper," and so it, it was something like that. But even when I was um. Like, and I know so much has changed as citing sources because I, you know, from when we was in school and I was helping my coworker, she, uh, because English is like her second language, but uh, she did grow up in America, but it's still, you know, like that disconnect because mm-hmm. you, you know, and so I was you like, you in a community you? where they only speak in Spanish, then you yeah. don't learn English. Yeah, and so her trying to translate, I was like, okay, well, you don't need this. Don't say this. And so I was like marking her paper up for her. And then I was like, okay, so why did you, I was like, I, I want to understand why did you cite this like this, knowing that you, it's one thing to say where you got it from, but then you cite this, says this, this, I'm like, are you doing MLA or APA format? Because I do know that it's different. Mm-hmm. Too, and too different. so uh, it, it didn't look like she was doing APA based on how it was printed out. So I, I I didn't know, but I was like, okay, look, I'm going to say you said according to this website, this or whatever, but then you have all the, the places like on your, your source page, you know, you know, and I'm like, but don't quote me, but I would ask your teacher about that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because I don't want to get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just, but when they want to get you, they want to get you, man. Yeah. Um, And it's sad, you know, that, that is this way with it. But we got to be on point when it comes to understanding, knowing, and then a part of me, a part of me is come to the conclusion that we just got to educate our own people on our history. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck it. Y'all don't want to teach us in school with fuck it. Then it's our responsibility to teach us about who we are amongst each other. Yeah. Because if they don't give a fuck about us uh, on that extent to to educate them and y'all so pressed about it, cool. I'm just coming in for my degree. And we just need to educate each other on who, you know, who, what our history is all about. Yeah. And also, the, uh, I mean, on top of those classes, it's not like we be the ones saying we, a lot of us know, we know how brutal and stuff and all this stuff, like the, the reality of what really happened. It don't even really be us in them classes. It'd be white people mm-hmm. and others, you know, trying to get a better understanding of what's happening and the disconnect that's there. And I just, like I said, I'm waiting for it to all burn. Man, I'm telling let you, it man, burn, like Usher said. Let it burn. Let the bodies yeah. hit the flow. Like, yeah. I'm over it. It's like, and know what I mean by that is, I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be here. But all, at some point, it's like 
we just are so like, oh, that's just the way it is. Like, I'm tired of it's just yeah, the way it and is. And you know, and I'm I'm not this may sound cynically and fucked up, but a part of me, another part of me be like, fuck it all, because y'all not gonna get the, the shit y'all like from us as black people, and then mm -hmm. don't want to get all the other flavor of who the fuck we are, period. Yeah, so a part yeah. of me be like fucking divest all our shit. And like, all right, fucking basketball, football, acting, whatever the fuck it is, just to, because y'all, we fucking make this country the flavor of the fuck it is. That's it. That's yeah. Facts. Yes. <laughs> America is made thing. by the black. We we we've been in, we've been here just as long or longer than uh, most white people in this country. Yeah, we've been we've fought in every war this country has been through. Mm -hmm. We've done everything. We've given it the flavor. We the reason that we ain't whack. Yeah, we the reason. Yeah. Cause that's for sure. <laughs> every, look, this, I'm gonna tell you, and, and, so, and I know somebody gonna get in the comments because I know already I'm gonna that you know they're gonna be like, well, I mean, you know, blah, blah. no, every other country imitates Black America. Every other yeah. country does. Ain't nobody imitating Taylor Swift. Let's keep it real. They're not. But she and got Swift. She and got we, her and we like Swifties. Like, listen, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I'm talking about the whole style. Man, listen, 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 listen I'm, I'm keeping it safe. No attack singing the song. Oh, oh, my bad. No Swifties. I'm sorry, Swifties. Yeah. No, no, I would admit that. I didn't, you know what? I may have to cut that part out actually. <laughs> right. I'm like, listen, mm -mm, I, I can't, I can't. Hey, hold on. It's much slander. I know about 1989 or whatever the name of the album is. It's much slander stuff we say on this show. Now we want to draw the line at the Taylor Swifties. <laughs> Come on, fuckers, you're going too hard, man. I can't. Like, I can't. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? Somebody would say that's how the people, the Beyonce fans are too. Listen, we're not like that. I'm not like that. But listen, do I have a real demanding the uh, visuals? Absolutely. But also, I want y'all to know, I ordered that damn box before we even knew what the fuck was happening. And I can tell you one thing. My box never came. Somebody stole that shit. So, yeah, you better believe I'm asking for the damn visuals. Yeah. And then they didn't even replace PayPal. See, this is why. You know, I'm a person that orders through PayPal because of the extra layer of security because you could just file it online. I ain't got time to call my bank. I mm -hmm. bank with commerce and even my credit union. It don't give you the option to like dispute a charge if something doesn't happen, you know. So PayPal, if I can order through PayPal, I order through PayPal for that extra layer of protection. Not like the mother niggas that be scamming. Anyway, <laughs> with that being said, when I tell you, I sent outreach. Several times to Beyonce. Beyonce ain't hit me back and say, girl, I'm, I'm going to send you another box. Like, no, it was not that. Niggas took hella to get back to me. I said, fuck it. I'm going to have to dispute it. Man, PayPal <laughs> didn't even investigate that shit. They said, here your money, sis. Like, <laughs> right away. I'm like, really? Can somebody know? They had to have ordered extra. But I, was, I did not want my money. I wanted my box. And my sister, being the great big sister that she is, Gave me her box, man. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, she gave me her box. She's like, I don't really like this because it was four boxes. And so we both picked four. And I was like, that's her favorite numbers. Number of completion or some, something. Or maybe it's eight. I don't fucking know. But we Seven, picked I four. Thought it was number, we number four. And she's like, titties out. And her aunt's like, woo. And my like, I don't like this shirt. So she gave me the box and the CD. Oh man, shout out to Neil, man. Yeah, I was like, that's what big sisters do. But anyway, don't come for us, Swifties. Yeah, the Swifties. No, don't. But I'm saying 
our flavor for this country comes from us. And yo, I'm getting I'm getting tired of y'all wanting that part of who we are as black people, but not wanting to get all the aspects of who we are as a diaspora, period. And and not acknowledging it. I think I think what needs to happen is that Atlanta episode. The, the Atlanta the, episode the, where uh they uh where found out who the, the yep. owners of everybody's owners and you had to pay back. Mm-hmm. But that's what they're, they're they're afraid of that. But see, we're not even you know they're even more afraid of Dom. What if you already got money and then you're going to get some more money from somebody? That's what they really fearful of, especially like some of those people in those podunk towns. They fearful that some uh some rich black tycoon from Sacramento gonna roll into Arkansas play and make it last forever and come mm -hmm. and get, get the little bit of land they got left, right. <laughs> And treat them how they think that they, they the fear of what and they think. think that's what they're afraid of. Like honestly, I think they're afraid that we're gonna put them in chains and yep. skin them and put make them into chairs and rip their teeth out and you know use their babies as alligator bait. We not even try. Mm -hmm. We just like yo, like we just be she asking y'all leave us the fuck alone, and y'all just can't leave us the fuck alone. Like we can't rest in our own homes, like. Y'all say little passive aggressive weird shit, and like the little the little oh, just like bitch that work in the office next door to mine, like that shares the office with like the the one of the CFOs, right? She be coming and saying shit, and and and, and how she talk, and I just be like, I don't say nothing to you ever. You always got something to say. <laughs> so the first, let, let, and, and, and let me tell y'all give y'all a little history I got promoted about six months into my job and you, you did should. not and it's that was in 2019 April of 2019 and I'm still at this company Yeah, that bitch just started speaking to me last year oh wow I don't trust you I'll burn a candle. She's like, I can smell your candles. Are the I was like, I, what does it smell like? Oh, I'm smelling like, so I go into the office and I'm like, yeah, that's not my candle. I was like, you're smelling. I said, what you're smelling is the cold throw when the candle is not lit. I'm like, you're smelling amber. You're smelling vanilla. And you're actually smelling the Talia candle that the company produces that Jeff has all over the office. No, it, it, I'm smelling like citrusy floral. I'm like, that's not my, no, that's not mine. <laughs> well, she was trying to charge up saying you wouldn't have candles in office. She was like, she was, no, she was like, can you put it out? And oh, I was like, is. you're not smelling my candle. And I'm like, and I'm like explaining, I was like, I make candles and I'm telling you what's happening. And you, that's on you. But I, listen, she came in yesterday. This just doesn't this just look really cold or whatever? And I was like, huh? It was like a I said, like, oh yeah, it kind of looks like a pajama top. She's like, yeah, and this climate, because it's so cold, like this color, like just looks why are you talking to me? I hate small talk. What you want? <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. You you listen, the only reason you should be talking to me is like, okay. You 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 trying to get promoted again or whatever? If you ain't got no money, you ain't talking nothing for me. Okay, get on. I'm over it, and I'm just tired. I I don't like literally on the episode where of Whiskey Cell where I'm talking to my homeboy that went to rehab. Um, 
he's talking about i just i just could not imagine or fathom the stress that y'all go through on a daily as black people he's like and he's like and i don't understand why white people you know other people have an issue with y'all is is it i'm like i'm like is it's the regalness is our the way that we carry ourselves all these things that we're capable of doing and it's intimidating to some people to a lot of people because it to them it doesn't make sense so they think we like are the freaks of nature you gotta you think know, about it as much shit as we've been through as a culture and motherfuckers still come out here stunting on people listen still so coming out here feel like we still own the goddamn building you listen, know what i'm saying and, and all we asking for is our 40 acres and a mule. And y'all have y'all are up in arms about this. Like we are not deserving of something as if it makes the status quo less valid and all these different things. And it's gonna shift the I'm like, I'm like, well, everybody knows that in order to get the economy going, like we have to pump back into it. And that's the least that y'all can do. Half the motherfuckers gonna blow it anyway. Mm-hmm. This, hey, the economy might get stabilized <laughs> off of that. Yeah. What is they what they say? What black people what we were came together, black Americans came together with how much money we spend. I think they said we'd be like the 13th or 14th GDP country in the world. Wow. It's something crazy I mean, like that. I mean, when we get paid, it takes us a few hours for it to even leave our neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, neighborhoods it takes. Maybe sometimes I think Jewish for the I Jewish people it take a couple years. Yeah, because they shop at they shop local. Think about think about what's in our neighborhoods. Even if it is a liquor store, we don't be owning that shit. The check casting mm -hmm. place ain't owned by black people. Mm -hmm. So you putting even though it appears that way, but you not. Yeah, and it's it's all set up by design, man, and it's a part of capitalism at the same time, you know. It's a lot of unlearning that people don't want to do. And once you understand the system and how it works, like I was even watching this video about mortgages and all this stuff and how they and how the banks get you. And you know, like on a 30-year fixed mortgage, and why you shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. And the, the interest, the amount of interest that's on that, and then they get you to refinance it. Yep. And now you have another mortgage. And now you got this house that you probably, you know, and, and, and they even said, like, if you don't feel like you're going to stay in the house 10 years or more, we don't recommend that you buy. Mm -hmm. If you're a person that likes change, all this stuff to move around, do not buy a house you need to rent. And so once we start understanding the processes and all these different things, like houses are not $20,000. Though you can buy a house for $10,000 on the north side in St. Louis or maybe even a dollar, but you got to have a capital to show. <laughs> to put money into it. It. But, you know, we have to really start looking for all these other avenues. Is everybody going to be Warren Buffett and have millions and trillions of dollars? No. Mm -hmm. But to be able to live a comforting, you know, a comfortable life and these also holding these these companies accountable, like, bitch, why are you telling me this is a senior level position job and you paying me thirty thousand mm -hmm. dollars like this? And, and then you look at the description and it's like a job for like three or four people. <laughs> I'm not about to burn myself out. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not about to burn myself out during that doing that time. What's up, y'all? This is RVS. This is R.O.D., a.k.a. Rated R. And 
We are the We Coming For You cast, and we talk about pro wrestling from a black dude's perspective. Tell them what they can expect on this here podcast. Oh, we gonna give you all the raw and dirty and the everything black from AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, and any other wrestling in between. If you want your wrestling unfiltered, uncensored, and you want it raw, you need to subscribe to the We Come For You cast. Right here on SOLC Network. Labor and not being compensated for it. And even if it was, I'm not doing that. <clears throat> y'all keep y'all keep cutting, trying, oh, we gotta cut costs, we gotta do this. Okay, you know what? Cut that motherfucking CEO's cost. <laughs> Real quick. I'm tired of every year. We got we got a bonus one year. And I've been at this company for like, what? Four years? Four or five years almost? Mm. And y'all... Um, listen, I'm tired of getting blankets for, for, for Christmas. I don't need no more candles. Blankets. I got my <laughs> own business. This listen, the motherfucker, the CEO. I'm trying to sneak out the Christmas party. I ain't want to go anyway, because <laughs> I don't like how they do the Christmas. Get you know the the raffles and shit. I don't like it. Don't make me tiptoe. You know, don't make me tap dance for an extra raffle ticket. You want me to fucking karaoke, bitch? Are you gonna give me karaoke liquor? No, <laughs> we're not. So I'm not doing the shit. So I'm trying to sneak out. I'm like, all right, I'm over this shit. I got to go home. <laughs> trying to take me in the dog home, right? I saw them blankets and I saw them. Can I said, let me get the fuck up out of here. Ooh. Here comes the CEO. You want a blanket and a candle? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would like an additional couple thousand dollars in my account for a bonus. They can, they can help me out. And I was like, Thanks. Sure. Why not? And I said, actually, um, you should talk to Jeff because I have my own candle company and Jeff loves my product. And Jeff is the CFO. So y'all could have bought from me. I'm like, y'all, y'all. He said, I, I can't smell these candles when I burn them. Like, yeah, shot black motherfucker. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move the colorism thing next next week. I'm gonna, uh, we, we, but we got the last topic. I feel like I feel like it's, it would have been perfect talking about what we're talking about because we ain't got to stay on it long. Okay, let's let's go with forget it. Okay. Let's go. So, okay. you, bring, you brought it up, so bring it up. Go ahead. Okay, so I stumbled across this clip. I guess Mary Mary had a reality show or has a reality show, and um, was it Erica? Yeah, I think Erica it's Erica. King. Yeah, Erica's daughter is a, a a darker skin, bigger girl, and and she's not even that big. She's probably just bigger than the kids in her class. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's and, that, and that, that's gonna come off of her. She like it, when she becomes like a more yeah girl. teenager. You know, you we yeah. we things happen, mm-hmm. and ultimately, um, she's sharing with her mom her experience of what's happening like at school when they hang out. You know how the boys don't want to talk to her. They always talk to the lighter skinned girls. It's almost as if she doesn't ex- exist. And her mom is trying to say, "Oh, she's like, do you, you know? Am I ugly?" Or she's like, "No, you're not ugly." But kind of gaslights her experience, like this little girl's experience, and is and you know, Daryl's gonna drop the clip in right here. Yeah, you're not the fat friend, Chris. I noticed that I'm left out. You know, a lot of guys and talk to them. I'm left out. I'm left to the side. And I think that's why. Guys talk to you. It's a different. It's different. It, it is. 
And do you think it has something to do with your size? Absolutely. I know it is. I'm not saying that no guys want chubby girls. I'm just saying that that's personally me. But I don't think that's the case. I think that's the way you're saying it. Because it's not that I'm ugly or something. Am I ugly? No. Why would she ask me that? Why would she ask me am I ugly? I'm your mama. I only see beauty in your eyes. My size of No, baby. You're gorgeous. And you know, look at this face. This is my face. It's brown. <laughs> it's a combination. That's something, too. A lot of the guys like white skin girls. Like what? A lot of the guys like light skin girls. Look at our family. Look at friends. You and dad, light skin, dark skin. Auntie and Uncle Ted, light skin, dark skin. Auntie and Uncle Des, light skin, dark skin. The only two dark skin, dark skin families is Auntie, Auntie Lisa, Uncle Errol, and Nana and Grandpa. That's still two. That's still, it's not. Look at all these beautiful brown women in the world. Look at Gabrielle saying, Union. She's no, brown, no, 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 wait, gorgeous, saying, amazing husband. Look at Kelly Rowland. Beautiful. Like, these are beautiful brown women everywhere. All around you. You're licensed, so you don't really know exactly how it feels, you know? Go ahead. So, um, as y'all can see, like, the girl's just really trying to understand, like, what's going on. And her mom isn't the same complexion as her. So, mm -hmm. I don't think she really gets what's happening here uh, because she can't relate to it. And I sent this clip to you because I was just like, oh, wow, this is such a... It's something that always like is at the forethought of, you know, when I enter certain spaces too, because I've, I've been that person that's like, oh, I think you're a cute girl, you know, but you too dark, you know, you're not light, you're not, you're not light enough. And, and like right now I can pass the brown paper bag test in the wintertime, but in the summer they're going to be like, oh, you can't come in Jack and Jill, you know what I mean? Or whatever. So I, I, I definitely empathize with this girl and colorism is a real thing that really truly exists and you said that xander's experience is like polar opposite mm -hmm. them girls so little girl like she was she last year she was getting bullied a lot last year mm -hmm. um at school and i didn't she didn't know what happened what it was i realized it when i went on the school field trip okay and i saw the dynamic and i was like it hit me right then i know exactly why they pick on her Cause she's the lightest little girl in the class. Okay. Her, you know, her daddy's around. <laughs> her daddy be hanging out, kicking it. I'm on the field today. He's like, Dan, it must be nice. And your daddy here to buy you stuff while we here at the zoo. You know, and I and I hear them talking to her, and I'm in the back, but you know, I'm on the door. I can hear Jack. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just cause these little kids think they whispering. I'm listening to y'all. That's why I try to leave the little girls like four or five times in the bathroom. Like when they went to the bathroom, I just left them. Them like the girls, my like, Xander told me the girls was bullying her. Oh, they were, I had them going up and down all around up in that park. Oh, but, but I realized I was like, oh, I I saw exactly what the dynamic was and what was going on because I've seen this happen yeah. to other girls. It happens on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, it happens and, on both and, ends of the spectrum. And it, it, it sucks because we perpetuate certain things that were put in play to divide us, and we're still doing it today. And I think that's the frustration because. I, I just remember being a kid and, and I was about Xander's age when my mom and you know, my mama, like, and you know, my daddy, um, like, well, you know, know yeah. <laughs> okay. He does, um, <laughs> you know, taught me at a very, very young age about colorism and 
you know, taught me that there will be people that will mistreat me based on my appearance, based on at that time, I had really long hair and the way that I spoke, the way that we dress, all of that stuff. And I would get, I would get picked on about that. Not really in elementary school. And that, and thank God that we had that conversation in elementary school. But when I got to middle school and high school, I knew how to navigate those spaces because I knew what it was. And I feel like when I look back over, even how people were kind of like clicked off, like my, my friends, the majority of my friends, like they might've been my color or, or darker. I have maybe one friend that was lighter complexed, you know, complected. That's not a real word. Uh, <laughs> lighter complexion. Yes. And, but for the most part, like I, I, one stuff like that, like I always, I always try to judge people not on the appearance, you know, uh, being an Aquarius, you know, we're wholesome people, mm-hmm. but you know, based on like how they fucking treat people. Right. Cause you know, it takes nothing to be a fucking decent human being, but ultimately when it, it, it really kind of came into play when I started dating, I never really had girls really pick at me or, or say anything crazy. Um, but when I, when it came to dating, it was one of the things that I was very cognizant of mm-hmm. and it was just super. And it, what was crazy is that like, I experienced a lot of it back home, but then when I came to LA and I'm thinking it's so many different creeds of people that I wouldn't even have to worry about that anymore. And for sure it was coming up all the time out here. You thought you lived in the Midwest. (laughs) I thought I lived everything in the Midwest for sure. And (laughs) people, you know, you can talk to, uh, and I'm going to say this, I I want people to be clear, you know, because I don't want people to bash LA. There are people, there are a lot of transplants out here. So again, the black men that I I don't know where they're from. I don't, I'm not going to say everybody was native to LA because I hung out in Hollywood a lot. So uh, Hollywood definitely has a lot of transplants that are on the scene, but I was getting that a lot. And I literally had a guy tell me that like in the club, like I think, yeah, like I think you pretty, but I don't date, I don't date black girls. Like I don't, I don't date dark girls or whatever. And I was just like, nigga, we're the same color. Like it's, this is weird, but other people, they got their own other issues. But, um, that's how I started dating interracially. Like I had to date interracially because I would be out and, and they would either talk to my super, super, super light friends. And I would just be kind. And then I got to get the, like, like the, the the lame friend that you know, I'm like, man, like I don't like I'm not talking to you, and I just be like, mm, like you know, acting shy or, or whatever, and you know that's not my personality. I'm like, I don't want to be like, get the fuck on, like change the energy. <laughs> I don't get the fuck on. <laughs> yeah, but I literally like my first like relationship relationship. I was dating an Italian soap star. Like he was on fucking days of our lives. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, it was, it was different. It was just a lot. And I knew that ultimately, like I wanted to be with a black man. I wanted to have like black kids and, you know, but it was a process. Like I didn't, 
I have been here since 2010 and I would have like random flings here and there. Like it was just like, oh, we just hooked up, but like nothing serious at all. And so, like I said, you see, I didn't mean my dude, like I didn't mean him to like 2016. <laughs> Dang, like, yeah. Dang, that's a minute. That's a minute. It was a lot. It, it's a lot. But, it's but, it's, a, it's a, but, it's, it, but we see it happen. It's a real thing. Like, it happens on Jobs. We see it still happens in Hollywood. Hell, they didn't even invite the girl that played um, Celie in the remake to uh, the, the Golden Globes. I think that was on her agent. That's on her agent people, though. That's on the agents. Mm, okay. Um, I'm like, because how you got a film that's nominated and you don't got Oh, the, the girl that played Celie? The, the in, in, in the new color purple. Oh, the younger would have played the younger version. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you talking about the original. I'm sorry. I was like, damn. Yeah, and she was in there just as long because that movie was fucking long. Yeah, I'm 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 I may not see that movie. I'm just gonna keep it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is a real thing, and I hope it's something that we at some point can let go of because I still hear like crazy things and in, in interactions that are happening, you know, at some of our HBCUs. Uh, and you know, oh, and it, it, this you know what this pours into that fucking fuck boy thing Nick Cannon was doing that light skin versus dark skin uh yep. thing on Goose. Yep. This we be perpetuating it, and and mind you, he probably only had a baby by that dark skin girl because people was calling him out about that. <laughs> so he was like, here, here's some dick. I need to have a dark. One of my babies need to be dark. Which still it doesn't guarantee. No, but I mean, at least I can say that one of them is dark from a dark mother. Yeah, that's it. It just sucks, and I hope that we can overcome that because, like, all black is beautiful. You know, it is just definitely how you like move and you know, and you carry yourself that make people ugly for real. And sometimes, like, like there are people that probably that I'm not gonna say probably. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, and I'm very well aware of that. But I fuck with who fuck with me, mm -hmm. and that's it. But we we it doesn't make somebody inferior or superior to you because y'all you know because of their complexion. We gotta let it go. We gotta let it go because it's gonna hurt us. It hurts us more than anything. And we talk about divisiveness and all of that stuff and being able to come together. Well, come together is letting that shit go. If the bitch is smart, she's smart. Yeah. Plain as <laughs> You know what? So. We're gonna we gonna have to table the Kwame Kilpatrick story. We I, need feel to like that. That could be I feel like that could be a full-on bonus episode. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we because we gotta get that. We gotta get that full time because I we gotta that you know what? We're gonna record again later on this week. Okay, we gotta fine. get at least 30 minutes of just its own block, and I don't want to make this two-hour episode. Okay, so I'm okay with that. I feel, own... like, I feel like it's worth the full episode. Yeah, no, you know, but it needs you remember, I sent you the link. That link yes. I sent you, they said a lot of it, it was all this different stuff. And it's I like we did Surviving lie. Diddy, the first two Surviving Diddies with their own episode. Yeah, Kwame Patrick, you next up on, yeah. on the solo episode. <laughs> and I shout out to all my people in the D. Y'all already know what it is. Y'all know, know what it is. Yeah. Well, Dom, what everybody know I can hit you up at. Y'all can find me at St. Angeles, uh, St. Angeles, St. .com. Click that candles tab. Use y'all code Aquarius at checkout. And um, yeah, happy new year, y'all. We made it.
Yeah, it's gonna be man, our year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody, man. Yeah, we appreciate y'all for real, for real. Like we we, we talk we, about Pat Williams, but it's cool. Yeah, I mean it, it's everywhere. I mean you, you it's you everywhere, know. but it's just like okay, I'm gonna close with this. Yeah, go. Y'all have to stop saying that black people sell their souls when they reach certain levels of success. We don't see the groundwork that's happening. That's like when we blow up D, people are like, they they didn't know. Y'all didn't see all the groundwork that we mm -hmm. was being, like that was being laid in that process for us to get to that level. You know what I mean? So I want us to stop. I might wear an Illuminati t-shirt. I might just start wearing it. Wearing okay, you control. You control if you want to. That's hey, that's your party. Uh, but also I I'm want to do a whole video theme here. I'm heading to my Illuminati meeting, y'all. I'll right. let y'all know how I go. I'm <laughs> some dick. And so we also <laughs> we gotta we also have to start considering the why. I mentioned this on the mm -hmm. uh, last week's episode. I mentioned this on just posted. Consider the why, consider the source. We have to question things. And mm -hmm. not on some conspiracy theories type shit, but like really just question things like, okay, what is this person angry? Why are they sharing this information? Is there truth? Do we need to hear this other person's story? Y'all have to start investigating and doing the work because some people are really just bitter. And it's that simple. Is they just bitter? Peace. <laughs> Peace, y'all.